your host brett brandis and sitting before me what is going on who is the host oh. of, what what who am i looking at here i have a new co-host and not permanent people let's calm oh. down let's let's calm down a little bit now but let me introduce to you my co-host for this evening and it's none other than pat pat tell him your name uh my name is pat yeah and i'm here i'm <laughs> taking eric's place for the evening sadly he could not be with us so yeah, he had uh, something we, come up real quick. We had this day all planned out, and he was like, oh, something came up. And I was like, do uh, you mind if we continue? I, and not only that, we had our topic kind of ripped out from under us. We'll go over that in a second. Um, so today we're going to focus all on Pat, because he's here. I might as well. I was very flattered, so I love talking about myself. So Good, because you're yeah. going to have to do quite a bit of it today. So we mentioned last time. So this is actually Pat's second time on. Uh, he was yes. back on the episode in D and D episode where we mentioned about um, how to become a better player, basically by actually writing down stuff that happens. Note taking. Uh, you might not, ex yeah, note taking. You might not expect your campaigns to last a year. If they do, uh, knowing about what happened in your second day is actually important because it happened a year ago, and yet in a D and D campaign, it happened a week ago. So, <laughs> yeah, very <laughs> important. <laughs> yeah, so like. Your DM kind of expects you to know the stuff that happened in the campaign. So well, we, Pat was there during that episode because he does it the best in our campaign. So we wanted to have him on to talk about well, how does he do that. Uh, but today we're just going to talk about Pat and everything he does involved in what Dragon Party is involved in, which is magic and D&D. &D. Everything, his favorites. Me and Eric did an episode where we discussed our favorite cards. We're going to go over Pat's favorite cards, Pat's favorite D&D &D stuff. All about Pat today. Uh oh, again, flattered, glad to be here. You just you pull the strings and I'll start dancing. This is your <laughs> show here, Brett. You are technically now with the this being the guest spotlight of you, oh. unofficial co-host at this point, right? You've, you've I mean, unlocked the next level. I think this is true. First time I said that, I, I got some. Ooh, That's uh, true. You were it, it was too early. It was too early back then. That was <laughs> you, you, you pushed the button too soon. <laughs> uh, but now we're getting comfortable. You've, um, you've been at the party, like every party we threw, you've shown up. So we're like yeah. kind of I was like used there to in the background there. in the corner, you know. <laughs> like we're, we're almost about to let you be at the door to like let certain people in because you understand the crowd that should be there. there you go. <laughs> like hey, guys, but like I brought the jungle juice. You're like. Eh. <laughs> We already got some. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, let's introduce you officially. Okay. We did this a little bit last time. We we heard about you a little bit. We heard about when you started playing Magic. Uh, I forget what else we went over because it was more a and d episode, so we didn't so much yep. focus on it. So let, let's go back. Let, let's focus on it as a Magic player, as a D&D &D player. What are you all about? When did you start? How, how are you doing now? What are you looking forward to in, in the Magic world? Ooh, let's see. So I started playing. So I started playing Magic. So I first got into the whole thing with Magic. I think back, I was probably in probably fourth grade. So oh wow, yeah. yeah. I didn't actually really start playing till high school, but it was around like fourth or fifth grade. 
my brother and I like went to our local card shops and they had like a little introductory you could buy like two starter decks and it came with a little like playbook of how to play so my brother was it like seventh edition do you remember i think it was like seventh or eighth because i remember those starter decks they were so cool they were in like those little like paper boxes i think i have one one sitting right here was it like this (laughs) i think so yeah that looks so familiar this is this is fifth edition so this is pretty dang old but it comes with like it's like a 60 card prepared deck that they they made yeah um doesn't even say so what's funny about the fifth edition ones it doesn't even say like what came in here i I remember on like the seventh edition ones i used to buy it would be called like the blue bomber deck or something like and then have it printed on there with like an air elemental like (laughs) but it was one of those decks so you started with like that exactly it's a 60 card like you know pre-constructed and just like walked you through some turns and like just told you all like all the basic rules and it was like obviously super confusing as a new player (laughs) and so like we got those, we kind of started playing it, I kind of just started picking up some, so my brother, so he's two years older than I am, so he went to high school, he started collecting them, so I just kind of, by proxy, started collecting them, looking at them, so then I got to high school, we went to the same high school, I joined the same magic club, I started playing, then we started playing together, and that it just, it just spiraled downward from there, so, oh god, so I've been playing magic for like, what, 14, 15 years, like actually playing now. Right. Yeah. And when did you... And I I know you mostly as a commander player. Do you play anything else? Or is it all commander now? Oh, it's, oh, it's all commander. I mean... It's all commander. And that, commander. and that started in the college era, right? Like when we were all yeah. together? It got, mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I remember when we started the Magic Club, actually, we weren't commander players yet. Yeah, we were playing some sort of... I guess what would it be like... Constructed? We played like constructed, almost? yeah. You would, you would just call it constructed. But it was like... We didn't use any official rules. We didn't play Legacy. You know, we just, we played what you would call constructed. Anything goes, build 60 card, whatever the heck you want. And it would just, yeah, just like, go ahead. Our our rules were, actually, it was mostly like, honestly, it was mostly like Penny Dreadful kind of rules, right? Like, it was, it was like, what's your budget allow you to do? You know what I mean? Like, we weren't going to like go out there and shell a thousand dollars to build a deck. We were just like, whatever money we had, we, we were like trying to build decks for like 50 bucks. Yeah, like, we were like, oh, man, these gold gates will go great in this deck. That was <laughs> color fixed. It's awesome. We just built, like, whatever. Like, actually, it was... It, and at some points, it was pretty close to standard, right? Because we'd find certain standard synergies that worked real well. But then we would yeah. just, like, be like, well, we own other cards, so we're just going to use them. Like, <laughs> it's not so far from standard. Yeah, so it was, it was like... We wanted to be standard, but we just didn't have, like... but. Yeah, we didn't have the money to spend on standard. We just had some cards, so we just did what we had. Yeah. It was weird. It was an interesting era for sure. We did just some Mm -hmm. weird stuff because we didn't understand formats yet. Like, yeah. And I think Commander was definitely the perfect thing for everyone to be like this. (laughs) It was was very constructed. It's like, because we all had like those like singular bombs, but it's like, fuck, I'm not going to put this. Yeah. Yeah. You got to play all the cool cards that you like ripped open in packs. Yeah. And you just got to chuck it in like your deck and be like, awesome, I get to play perfect. this thing. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, all right, that was a good... And then how about D&D side? How long have you been playing D&D for? Oh, yeah. So I think I think I mentioned this. This was what this. I mentioned last Okay, time. that's yeah. fair. That's fair. We did go I over think, your D&D history. So like, I, played like, I played like one campaign with my brother in high school. Right. And I think I started flirting with it a little bit in college. But it wasn't until recently, like three years ago... 
I just I met a friend at work and his friends were super into it. And I was like, I I know about it. I know how to play. I just I've never had a play group to do it with. Yeah. And they're like, well, we play every week, so let's do it. I was just like, <laughs> yes, finally. <laughs> and then and now you are DMing a campaign. Yeah. So you're yeah. a player in our campaign. Yep. And Anything then, else? yeah, I mean, I'm a player in another campaign. So it's so you, you one... are a player in two campaigns and a DM all at the same time. Yeah. That's so a lot. it's the That's a lot. yeah, it's the same D&D. It is. It's it's, it's nuts, <laughs> That's a lot of D and D. Yeah. The one that I, I DM like I could only really handle one campaign at a time. I couldn't imagine being a part of <sighs> two because I was at yeah. one point and I was like, I can't do this, guys. <laughs> I am a part of one already, and I can't be a part yeah. of another. It, it is a little rough because you're like, it's kind of like, like you do, it is, it is a lot because like you come home and you're like, man, I kind of want to relax, but it's also like, ah, oh, I also really like D&D though. This is great. Yeah. I think that's why I like one shot so much though. It gives you an opportunity to just like balls to the wall, go all Ooh, out. Yeah. Like, bam, let me just, all right, here's what I want to do for this. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, I saw you take a sip there. Oh, we, we, we oh, skipped me? all, we had to introduce you, but we're at a party. We're at the dragon party. So Ooh, what yes. are you going to be drinking today? What you got? Okay. So I've got this. So not I'm not doing mead tonight, but I've got a, a pomegranate wine. Oh, which Greenland. sounds like mead to me. <laughs> I mean, it's it's kissing cousins, you know. <laughs> it's from Riva or Reva. Not quite sure how to pronounce it. It's, okay, it's, uh, like an Armenian pomegranate wine. Ooh, it is very smooth. Armenian. Highly recommend Armenian. Yeah, where did you find this stuff at? It was on the shelf. It's at like a... right next to the mead. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I'm here. here. It's right next to it. <laughs> Can't be bad. Did not regret it. Hey, whenever you come to visit, we're going to go to the meadery that's in town. We do. We need to. You, every, you keep to. mentioning it. I know, and I keep mentioning it because I wa- kind of want to go. I haven't been, but no, you know, no one's just like into mead like you are. That, uh, that's for sure. That's a shame. Well, today, yeah, what I got, I got a beer. This is this is the picture of it. Oh no, the light, the cat lawyer. <laughs> It's a cat lawyer because it's called I'm not a cat judge. <laughs> so I'm gonna be judging you today, sir. That's this is all uh, about judging you. <laughs> did you see that live stream that it's based off of? No, I have no idea what this is about. Yeah, this is so about, it was this. it was a live Zoom hearing with like three lawyers. Oh, that's what this is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do know what you're talking about. Yeah, the Skype thing where the guy turned himself into a cat and film, then he's yeah. like, oh, I'm obviously not a cat. <laughs> <laughs> spent like ten minutes going over it. Like, uh, can you just change your filter, sir? <laughs> it was like, yeah, he's like fifty years old. He doesn't know what he did. Oh my god, you're so yeah, that's right. The that's one. exactly what this is for. Okay, <laughs> so yeah, call, shout out to uh, this is by Tripping Animals Brewing Co. in Florida. There you go. Uh, and this is delicious. I just took a sip. This is Ooh. incredible. This is a what does it say? It is a double IPA. Oh, yeah, double IPA with. Uh, you know what though? I feel like if you tried the, if you were expecting something that's like super bitter as IPAs super are, this hobby. is like the opposite. This, yeah, this really? is not. This is like super fruity and good. Oh, okay, wow. This yeah. is delicious. Okay, okay. Up front, yeah, I taste it now. Way up front, wow. Ooh, as ooh, soon ooh. as you put it in, you get those double IPA hops right away. <laughs> but then it's like super fruity. Yeah. I, I, I would get it if, if, if it's not your take. If it's not your take, I get it. Yeah. But. I'm not much of a beer That's guy. Delicious. I mean, if I were, it'd probably be like a wheat beer. Might take yeah, a okay. Wheat beer is out. Good. IPA, I feel like you're just 
You're, 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 out. you're, out. you're spitting <laughs> in the face of God, like, oh. <laughs> Which is so funny, because IPAs, like, took over the beer world. I like, know, right? All the hipsters, Every man. craft beer is IPA. Like, <laughs> but that's what I have to do for this podcast, right? Because IPA's got all the fun names and all the fun pictures. Yeah, drink the cool- all the IPAs. No, they're all IPAs. They're, like, they're all IPAs <laughs> or stouts. All of them. Every single one. That's all I can Nate, find. You're doing it for the listeners. That's that. I do it for you guys. Hey, this one's good though, so I'm not. I'm not yeah, disappointed. Good. Cheers to that. All right, all right. We are gonna go over, sir. Okay. Because we and Eric did an episode where we did our five favorite MTG cards. Ooh, all right. Coinciding with that episode, we also did the five cards that we think represents the other person. Ooh, okay. I'm okay. gonna do the same treatment to you. You're gonna go oh, over your five favorite MTG cards, and then I'm gonna go over the five cards. That I think represent you as a player, at least from okay. my All eyes. Right. All so right. you're going to get shredded apart, sir. I think so, you'll be happy with my choice. Before we get into that, I just want to point it out to listeners that Brett and I come to a head on disagreeing a lot about magic cards. <laughs> so I'm really we curious. Do. All the time. We do. Yeah, Every it is weird. If, if me and Pat were on a episode of uh, the review set reviews, it would oh be a God. very interesting episode. Like, yeah, Eric's we told have me the opposite takes. Yeah, Eric's told me how like it's like yeah, Brett and I like just we're just disagreeing about stuff. I'm like, man, if it were me and Brett, we would be like <laughs> screaming at each other. Every card, like because we, we're both just like, no, this card's shit. I'm like, Brett, that card's amazing. What are you talking about? I'm like, it's shit. <laughs> and it's like you're yeah. wrong. Yeah, we are the uh, we are the opposite on those cards. It is very fascinating. So, I'm very curious. I always to see what find you that, I always find that fascinating. Yeah. I, the cards I picked. I, you know, I can't complain about, yeah, actually, a couple of them I certainly can. A couple of them okay. I would never play in my entire life. So, okay. I mean, like, <laughs> well, we'll see, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, but let's start with, did you, yeah. now, for your five favorite MTG cards, how, how are you going to, are you going to list them, like, from your fifth to your most favorite, or are they in categories? Ooh, okay. How did you, how did you figure this five, because five? I, I only limited it to five. You only get five yeah. cards here. Mm-hmm. How is it going to represent you? So I guess we could start. I'll start with my number one, that one that's just like, it's not a good card at all. But so, I just but love is it. this your de facto favorite, or is this, this is, just your lulls? This is my. This is like my de facto favorite card. It's okay. like like favorite card, favorite art. It's just like so cool. Ooh, I just I love important. it. Yeah. yeah. What you got? It's hit us, of, hit us, priests of Norn. Priest is that the infect card? Yeah, it's a it's a one four <laughs> for two and a white vigilance infect. You not bad. good. You would like you would like an infect. Not card. good. I just and I I don't I do not play infect players out you there. Don't. No matter, I haven't I haven't seen you play infect. No, whatever Brett and Eric may say about me when I'm not here, I do not play infect. I have it not just, seen him play infect. I think he's 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 not yeah. lying there. I have never it seen just, him play infect. So I'm su- I'm really surprised to see that. An infect card is infect I just is number one. I think it's so interesting, just like that, like the white Phyrexian lore. I find it's fine so interesting. You know, like, I I would be sup- not surprised rather to say I I think they gotta go back to Phyrexia. Oh, uh, you know they're gonna right, There's and they haven't yet, which has been really interesting. Like I feel like they have to, and it's it's already you know we already me and Eric had a whole episode. Twenty twenty two is is set and done and and in the yeah. books. So we know they're not doing it in 2022. 
Um, maybe the Brothers War has something that comes out of it to be like, we have to go back to Phyrexia. Like, I don't know, but maybe that's part of the storyline. And, uh, you know, and maybe, uh, what's it called? The Kamigawa also introduces that. Uh, you know, there's been a lot of talk because they uh, kind of started introducing the Praetors back in, right? They, they yeah. had Vorinclex pop up. Um, didn't they have Elish Norn pop up? No. Um, no. They but they, yeah, else, they had Vorinclex and Kalpheim, and they, they introduced the Phyrexians creature subtype. Ah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so they it's did like, that. Well, so well, what's going like, on here? On edge, yeah. It's like Phyrexians are, I guess, the talk of the... T- well, and then they yeah. had the secret layer. That was what they had. They yeah, had the secret go. layer yeah, yeah. where they printed all the Phyrexians in the Phyrexian script again, mm-hmm. which not, you know, not a canon set or anything, but like a clear indicator that like Wizards like, is trying going to be on. like... Yeah, they're trying to remind you like Phyrexians, <laughs> by the way. Yeah. <laughs> So I, there's got to be something there, right? I mean, yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Be. So yeah, talk about why is Priest of Norn your favorite card? What, I just, what is? I just think it. I, I just so I really just like the lore behind it. And the Phyrexians. I think it's just so odd to have like a white card with infect, and mm-hmm. I think the art's just super cool. And then I remember, so we had. I remember Eric and I like vehemently disagreed about like which colors for infect were better. So we actually made like 60 card infect decks. And so I had a white blue infect deck and he had a green black infect deck. And we would just battle <laughs> each other. Against you. And like, and my main play was to get a priest of Norn out, yeah. like attack with it and avert its power and toughness to hit for like four poison <laughs> counters. And it wasn't good, but like I felt so cool when I won. I mean, so you play blue white, you said? Yeah. So you got to play the blighted agent when he didn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he Which was playing, like? yeah. <laughs> like I, he had, like he had like, all the amazing green black. Yeah, yeah. Cards. yeah. Nowadays it'd be even worse for you for sure. Yeah, I mean, like, they've printed way more. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't good, black. but it, it, I, thought, I just thought it was cool. <laughs> That's funny. I kind of remember you guys doing that actually. Yeah, yeah. for sure. I stayed out of the infect realm. I hated. Yeah. I hated infect. Don't even want to touch it. One. But yeah, <laughs> I've vehemently been against infect in my, <laughs> in my past. Yeah. Uh, all right. What you got for us? For what are you gonna go? Are you gonna go back down the list? Then are you gonna start with number uh, let's two? Go with like, gonna... uh, I like some. Uh, let's go with like another way. Like sometimes I like to win. It's just kind of out of nowhere. Or do you like... want? Do you want me to start up my list and do it coinciding with you? Ooh, yeah. Let's what, do that. You want to do a one for one? All right. Let's do, we a, can one do a one for one. Yeah. All right. We'll start with. We'll start with. This is the weakest. Um, and by weakest, I just mean, like, this is something that, like, this is the, you know, number five of my cards that represent you. And okay. it's not that, like, you're going to play this every time. This is something that just sticks out in my head. Because, and we'll go over that, my number five for you is Garuk Wildspeaker. Really? It is. And I know it's, it's probably weird to hear, because I don't think you've played Garuk in a long, long time. It's been a Though while. you probably still have some Garuks. But you are the first person I ever watched cast a Planeswalker. Ooh, was that back in college? It was back in college. Oh. And, and, you know, all at the same time. So this is all, like, just, like, in my head, I'm like, and you were just telling me how, like, oh, Planeswalkers, they, they're normal cards. And I'm so pissed about it to this day. <laughs> I'm like, Planeswalkers are the most overpowered motherfuckers out there. 
what in the hell is this guy telling me that this yeah. card's fine? Which Garouk, of course, is fine. Garouk's a great yeah. card. I, I Garouk is probably my favorite Planeswalker of the Planeswalkers. But, like, I remember you casting this thing and I'm being like, what the hell is that? I don't even yeah. know what the hell that thing is. What? That's not a magic card. Yeah, <laughs> that was in the, in the age of Planeswalkers. I was like, yeah, what that was that? the what the fuck's that? original Lorewind Planeswalkers when they were just rare. That was, yep. was that b- before Mythic was a rarity? Yeah. And so I had Probably. like. I, had, like, I think rarity, I had like Jace. Rare, I, yeah. I think I had like Jace and Garouk just in, like yep. in a deck. Yep. And I was like, yeah, Garouk. It's a, oh, it's like a new permanent type, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. Garouk. You just like played Garouk, and I was like, what the frick is happening? It's a play <laughs> I had no idea what's happening. <laughs> yeah. So I just Garouk playing Wild Speaker. I, I don't know. I don't know how much you play Planeswalkers. Otherwise, I can't think of many that yeah, you not play. really. Not no. many. No, not you don't many. normally play many of them. Yeah. Uh, but it just sticks out in my head that you are the first person against in my entire magic life to play a planeswalker. Yeah. And I was just like freaked out. And I was just like, no, this isn't okay. <laughs> this is <laughs> not okay. The line. <laughs> I wasn't okay with it then. I'm not okay with it now. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah. So I thought that was funny. Uh, so that's my number five. That's only lo- loosest correlation to you, other than the okay. fact that, like, I don't know, maybe it has something to say to your ability to like play cards that I'm like, what the heck is that thing? <laughs> it's a throwback. That's I like a that. new permanent type. Because you are also a person. Here's where I'll relate this. You have a vehicles deck. No one else has a vehicles deck. DePaul and baby. You've played, you've played vehicles in other decks that isn't a vehicle deck. I don't know. You just have vehicles. You just play the, you play all the new permanent types. You're like, new permanent type? I'm like. Let's do it. I can, yeah. I, I'm in. I can brew it. Let's go. <laughs> Whatever the new permanent type is, I'm there. Yeah. All I right. haven't seen you play many sagas. You don't like the saga? Uh, there's like no, there's like a couple of good ones. Or no, didn't you play? Weren't you the one that played the Kiora one? Oh, I had that in my. Oh, yeah. I, see. I, okay. So yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So this. The, all right. There's exactly yeah. where number five is leading. You play the new permanent types. Whatever that thing is. Pat's going to be the one to play one of them. Yeah. Whatever yeah. the new permanent type that comes out is, he'll play it. Yeah. All right. All well, right. what's your next on favorites? So this one will probably fit into my, like, I kind of like just, like, winning very sneakily. Just be like, <laughs> okay, I'm going to attack. No blocks. <gasps> I'm going to win. And so <laughs> this is mainly for, like, well, I guess we'll get into my, my commanders. But so my next card is Might of Oaks. Oh, isn't that yeah. a plus seven, plus seven? Yeah, three and a green yeah, instant creature gets plus seven, plus seven. And so love I just it. love that, mainly in my Rafik deck, because you're just like, attack with Rafik. No I'm block. more of the uh, the two mana plus three plus three trample one. I forget what that one's called. And that was pleasure. always my favorite. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I always loved that card. Oh, man, what was it from? Mirrodin or something? Yeah, there, there's a lot that do like similar abilities. Right. Yeah, two mm-hmm. mana plus three plus three trample. I was like in love with the Classic. card. I love finishing games that way. It's an excellent yeah. yes. Oh, no blocks? That, Ooh. Because people, <laughs> just, people just go, I should have blocked. <laughs> right? It just feels so good. It's like you yeah. had the answer in front of you. You didn't mm-hmm. have to. And yet at the same time, it's like, well, I just won't spend the card then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I still got it. I still have, have the one. win next turn. My old Good store one. back in Oklahoma, we we did there was a little stint there. We did some commander tournaments, and so I mm. played my Rafik deck there. I won a good amount uh, of times. There were a lot of times, so it's like, yeah, I'll, like, I'll attack with Rafik, and they're like, 
No blocks. No blocks. I'm like, a boom. <laughs> it's it's so a good nice. surprise win. Yeah. It's a good surprise win. All right. I have a good one Ooh, okay. for you on that Let's hear uh, it. record. Uh, this one is a call out to a very specific deck, but I feel oh, like no. you pull this shit all the time. <laughs> this is it. the card Axis of Mortality. Oh, yeah. Yeah. F this strategy, okay. but Pat has a deck Ooh. where. I'm going to mention this. One life. And then he <laughs> plays a card like Axis of Mortality, which yeah. says at the beginning of your upkeep, you switch, or you could switch two life totals of anyone, which yep. you'd be amazed yep. how useful that is in a game of Commander just in any given turn. You'd be amazed. Mm-hmm. Yes, you could use the strategy. I'll drop to one life exchange with you. Now you're at one, I'm at whatever you were at. It also just works in like, I've taken a lot of damage. And that guy's at 40, and we're going to switch now. I'm just going to switch then, now. Um, I'm at 40, so I don't want to switch life totals with anyone. But you two are at like pretty low life total. Well, one's at lower than that one, and I want to kill that guy who's at 40. So you're going to switch with that guy. <laughs> and then he's, it, oh, God. Unreal how useful that card is in Commander. Yeah. And I can't believe it only costs six. I love that card so much. Ungodly. I, I hate that card so, so much. Fun. I is, hate that card that deck so is much. And so that's fun. the only one I see play it, and I'm I like so mad every deck. time he plays it. So I'll, <laughs> yeah, I guess I'll get that. that when I talk about one of my decks. That's a, I Absolutely, think a mar- yeah. We'll, we'll get into that with yeah, we'll the get into that. focus. But, but, wow. Ugh, yeah, but that. that's the one card I got. And, and that's one of those strategies, though, like you just mentioned, I like winning sneakily out of nowhere. That card is like so annoying where it can do that. But like... You kind of like, you've got like, oh yeah, I'm playing Axis of Mortality, and everyone's like, oh. <laughs> we all have told their upkeep. It's like, it's like okay, yeah, like three turns around. Like, I'm yeah, very like, enchantment. Hey. And, and the solution is literally to kill you, because it's not like, oh, hurt him real bad. That doesn't help. <laughs> exactly. It's, no, please attack me. I want you to hurt yeah, me. Yeah, it's like, it's a, that's what's help so me. good about that card. It's like, no, now it's like, it's he dies. Or we die. Like, there's <laughs> no in-between between now and next Hate it. Hate that card. <laughs> What's your next favorite, sir? Ooh, okay. This is one back from, I think, Dissension. So, old Ravnica block. The first Ravnica. Oh, yeah. You like a yeah. lot of stuff from Dissension, actually. Now that I think about it. Yeah, I think that was you liked a that little bit. I did. I didn't buy nearly <laughs> enough of it when I was younger. This is, <laughs> this is Void Slime. Ooh. So... Yeah, green, blue, blue, counter target. Oh, I have this card. Yeah, yeah. I have the secret layer version. Ooh, okay. Because it says the uh, uh, the the flavor text is Cyclonic Rift. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's drowning someone that's trying to play it. <laughs> so yeah, it's a green, it's blue, blue counter target spell activated ability or triggered ability. Yeah, and awesome I just, card. Such a I, good. I wish people played yeah. this more. I, th- I think I, I people just, should play I, this card. It's great. More. I think it's great. Yeah. This is a card people should play more. Absolutely. Because, like, it's just, it's also a good counter. It's a little color intensive, but, like, if you're in those colors, if you're in green, blue, and commander, you're going to be flooded in lands anyway. Yeah. You should be if you're playing it right. Yeah. And just for, like, to be like, oh, like, and then having, like, a great ETB come in that you're just counting on and someone going, nope. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, well, what's my the, turn what's is. What's the one mana one that's the activated triggered one? One mana, uh, one blue. Sti- stifle? Stifle? Sti- yeah, I think yeah. that one should probably see more play in yeah. Commander too. Yeah, I actually, I had the original one from, I think it's like Scourge or something. 
And then they reprinted it. Yes, it is from Scourge. And so I had the Scourge one, and then I was going, ooh, I should sell this. It was like 50 bucks. And then it they reprinted it and went down to like seven bucks. And I was like, and it's Damn still sitting it. at seven now, yeah. Because it yeah. was reprinted in Conspiracy, though. Yeah, like, I, don't, I don't know how that. I don't know how that dropped to the price that much. That's mm-hmm. when was it ever at fifty? It must have been played in like. I think the reason it probably, probably. Got dropped that much is because they stopped playing it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it like there would be no Maybe. reason otherwise to drop it. Yeah, this is also like See, that wasn't like a well printed set. It, it was like yeah, like, ten years ago. So I mean, yeah, <laughs> probably, that was probably the meta at the time. Yeah. But yeah, seven dollars—that's a little much to ask for a commander player. So never mind. Yeah. Don't play it more unless you own it and then play it more. But yeah. Void Slime is one you should be playing. Oh yes. Also seven dollars. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> if you got it, hold on to it. Also an eight dollar card. Yeah. Well, I have a secret layer one. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, mine is going to be so. Th- this is this category. I have. <laughs> Pat has this tendency. I don't know if Pat's aware of this. I don't even know if Pat's aware of this. I'm going to call it out. I don't know if he's aware of this. Pat has this tendency in removal spells. Now, everyone has to play a removal spell in Commander. It's a known thing. Everyone does it. Now, most people do it, you know, the normal way. Play a removal spell, kill the thing you hate. Pat likes these cards like Return to Dust and Decimate. They don't remove just one thing. Pat's like, I'm going to remove this and that and this and that and this. Oh my god, yeah. (laughs) It's like... I don't see you play the one, like, I'll kill that. No, No, I see you play the, I'm going to remove that one, that one, and that one. (laughs) Every time. Every removal spell is like a three for one. You don't play normal, like, one for one. You play, I'll destroy three things. I can't can't (laughs) justify, like... One for ones. I'm just like my commander mind is like you're not getting. It's not efficient. <laughs> it's, yeah, but they're I good cards it, in commander. They're good. They're I know. I know. But I never see you do. I always see you play the decimates. The, I gotta I, get rid of six things. I can't just I, get rid of one. I, I I know. I got. I'm trying to get that into my meta of like even even to your even to your like uh like what what am I trying to say like like. Decimate, you have to have targets, right? So you yeah. might accidentally destroy your own thing because you're like, I, I don't care. I'm, destroying, I don't I'm care. destroying three other things. <laughs> your detriment. It's, that's the word yeah. I was looking for. That I couldn't think of. Like, I, I really should. Yeah. You're like, I decimate. I have to destroy my artifact because it's the only one on the table. Hey, like, but then I get rid of it. Yeah. I'll destroy, like, I have that, like, in my like in my red green deck it's like i have 10 lands i'll destroy one of my force to take out your enchantment your other your your, your creature your <laughs> artifact i'll do yeah. it so you agree with me on this assessment yeah i i know sometimes it works <laughs> against me but man like uh, when it lands i'm just like i'm gonna mess this boy's board up i'll tell uh, you i mean this is what i, I specifically you i've noticed this I, about any I game i, you I just recognize like, that I play that i destroy one thing i destroy six things or, or like i don't play it you gotta get the bank, your bank for your And I'm money. always laughing. Every decimate I see you play, I'm like, yeah, of course it's decimate. <laughs> it's of course, he's got to run it as six lanes. And you are the first person. Now, this one I, I can't complain about. You're the first person I ever saw cast a return to dust. I feel like it was a card that not many of us picked up and went like, yeah, this should be played in Commander. But you oh, went, yeah. no, this gets rid of two uh, things. Uh, I'm playing. <laughs> I'm playing. Yeah. I'm, yeah. This says I get rid of two things. I'm getting, yeah. I'm playing this. Like, when they when they printed Heliod's intervention, that's mm. the X white white. You could like 
I don't even pay attention to the first ability because the second ability <laughs> is destroy it's twice. X. It's twice X life or something. Yeah, or destroy X target artifacts or enchantments. I'm like, right. Put that in every single white deck I own. I'll pay. I'll pay nine mana to destroy seven artifacts and enchantments. Let's go. The train is well, rolling. One's been like absolutely bonkers for me is in the Belladros decks. I have the uh, Pest Infestation one. Oh, that's so that good. card is nuts. That is so, even if it's double, that's a double X one, right? Yeah, uh, it only destroys X artifacts and enchantments, but you get double pests. That's oh, that's so it's, so, it's, so <laughs> it's amazing. So Fox I mean, with that deck, deck, you have like seven mana, right? You yeah. you get to destroy three artifacts and enchantments and make six pests, six pests. and you're like, oh, like, oh my god, <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, <laughs> cards it's like, nuts. No, it's just oh, they're so efficient. I love them. Yeah, see, so called you on that one. <laughs> I it, it, yeah. I, 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 I can't say anything. I can't. I can't. <laughs> All right. What's your next one? Ooh, okay. This one probably speaks to my, like, I like just kind of like big splashy spells that cost way too much mana and sometimes aren't <laughs> even that good. It's like ultimatums. I love the ultimatums, even though oh they're my sometimes God, hard yeah, to get. I know that. And so this I was, one. I debated putting an ultimatum on your list. I didn't, Ooh, but okay. I debated it because you are the only person I've seen cast ultimatums. Love, Eric has ultimatums. as well. Which is why I can't include them because Eric also does that crap. Yeah. I, Eric, I'm calling you out. This is for <laughs> you, Eric. <laughs> if he listens to this one, just know I know you cast ultimatums. <laughs> don't de- don't deny it. <laughs> Not enough room for two in this town. <laughs> Both so, of you people with your ultimatums. So I've not I've not found a home for this uh, a deck for this card yet. I know I will one day. That's, okay, I like this. Eric has one of those cards too, if you remember on mm. his. On his list, he, he he called out the uh, psychogenic probe. Ooh, oh, I like yeah, that. the shuffle yeah. deal too. Yeah, that was yeah. his like. That's, there's not a deck for it now, but it's, it's one I want deck. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I want it. So this is flying crane technique. <laughs> okay, that's the three white the blue Jeskai red one, right? Yeah. yeah. On like on tap all creatures you control, they gain flying and double strike until end of turn. Instant speed. <laughs> it's just like I mean it's. You, you it's expensive. Deck. It's, it's flashy. So expensive. That's the problem. It's, it's like, so expensive. It is, but like, I feel like it's in the right deck. It's, it's like in the right deck that could just just. I will blow agree. Someone it's out of the water. Awesome card. Yeah, I just the thing is, is, like, I feel like you would much rather play uh, the three three white 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 double strike lifelink card enchantment. Who uh like trueless something conviction. Yeah, true I know. Conviction. I was talking about the one from Mirrodin. I think it's called True Conviction. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You'd much rather play that. You I get so much more double strike for the same mana, and you also and life get life, and you just always have it for all yeah. your creatures. For That's what I'm saying. Like, like there has to be maybe like a deck where like there's untapped synergies that are really helpful. I don't know. Yeah, but you don't. You can do that with so much less mana than six. Exactly. I get it. This card's cool. This card's awesome. It's, it's like, also yeah. cool. They're flying you know, in the air. The whole the whole cons block was like that, right? Like they had so yeah. many awesome three color cards that were like, "This is awesome," but it's so underpowered because of the fact that they yes. all costed like five Way mana or much. or six mana because they had the three mana colored it's and then dumb. three other. <laughs> yeah, they all had the three colored oh, mana yeah. and then other stuff, but they were all cool cards. Cons block, cool. So we were like, that was college era for us. Was mm. cons. If you remember that we went, to I a, do. I remember I sold all my bulk from cons at this point. I had 
like for my, I had a huge case. I would say 80% of it was cons bulk. That's how much cons oh my we God. <laughs> I had so yeah, much. We, I had definitely, lot, I had over 4,000 cards from cons. Oh, that should tell you damn. how much we played. Yeah. Well, yeah, it was a lot. It was way yeah, too wait, much. Wait. <laughs> I think we're also, I, I didn't keep anything expensive from cons. I just like, <laughs> got rid of it all. Yeah. I was like, how did I end up with like none of the good mythics from cons? I just ended up with all draft chaff from it. Yeah. It's a shame. Don't know how. Don't know how. I'm not good at opening packs. Don't don't open packs no, with me. Everyone. Never had that. I am not good at it. I'm just the one absolute shite. One memory I have from that is we were at a, a tournament. I think at Red Caps in Philly. Mm, yes, we had the special promo packs, and Miles, yeah, yeah. another one of our college friends who also plays Magic with us still, he sat next to us. He pulled open the this the was the special art promo Ugin Spirit Dragon that was like two hundred fifty dollars. Yeah, he, he's also always the best at opening. He's got the golden thumb, man. Yeah, I was so he, angry. He's also him. the one that's got the the Kaladesh invention mana crypt, yeah, and we're all like, "How? How? How? How?" <laughs> I've not, I've still have not forgiven him for that. So yeah, like how? Yeah. Best yeah. thing I've ever opened is like the stuff that they pre give you. I, I opened a um because I bought a uh, Zendikar Rising, the the one that oh. just came out, a uh, uh, collector pack. And I opened the expedition for Verdant Catacombs in foil, Ooh, and I was like, that's "Oh, nice. that yeah!" I was nice. like, oh, "That was probably the most expensive card I have ever opened." Yeah, that's beautiful. So, and most I ever sold a card for was Eldritch Moon. I had a foil Liliana from Eldritch Moon that I sold oh, for one hundred forty dollars. Wow! So that was yeah, that was a big sell. That was a big sell. I was pretty proud cool. of that. I don't think it's even worth that anymore. So, like, probably. nailed that. Good for you. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, "Damn, that was sweet." Um. All right, where are we at? Where are we at? Are we at? Uh... Well, I just did my number four, so you're on your number four. All right, I have two ways I can go with this. Uh oh. Because I could relate it to yours that you just said. Okay. As in big splash, but I think I'm going to take it this way because I think that okay. one is definitely the most representative of you. So okay, second second one of my list, most representative, not most representative of you ever, but this is this is just. A strategy I've seen you do, and a color pairing that I think you are known for in my eyes, Ooh. which is the Dragon Layer Spider. Ooh, yes. I do. I, I love that card. Yes, you do. And it, so it's one. a gruel. I every time I see Pat, he's got green and red somewhere. I That's good swear good. to God, he's got just, green and red going on. Just he's just got it around. I just. just he has it, okay? I That's not like Decimate. Decimate was on the list too, another green red card. Like, there's those are both in the same deck, yeah. No, but there you go. I just see them all the time. Like, Rook's technically green card too. So I don't know, a lot of green yeah. in there. Listeners uh, out there, don't <laughs> judge me. My favorite color <laughs> is blue. I am not a <laughs> I'm not completely stupid, but I do like to smash things. <laughs> That's you can't deny the wonderful joy of that. <laughs> I don't in, think they could. But Dragon Layer Spider is a really interesting one. So this is a card mm -hmm. that says whenever anyone casts a spell, I think it's opponent. Maybe not. I think it's, a it's opponent. Okay, opponent. Whenever an opponent casts a spell, you make a one-one green red spider. In, uh, in, uh, one-one green insect. Okay. Yeah. Just green. Just green. Just green. Okay. Well, Just yeah. Green. So you would specifically know because you have a deck that cares about green and red about creatures. Green and red creatures, which we'll get. And to. I think it's in that deck, right? Yep. I imagine, yeah, so there you go. <laughs> there you go. So, and I just, oh. like, every time I see him play it, I mean, he's the only person I've ever seen play it, and he likes these, uh, he has a couple decks that are go-wide strategies, 
with that mm-hmm. make a buttload of creatures and a lot of buttload of one one creatures nonetheless. He's not going to make a buttload of twenty twenties, uh, though he would. But I see him I make would. a buttload of the one one guys, and then and then like he says, he'll play the surprise surprise. They are all five fives now, but you don't know that. Nope. <laughs> but that's definitely his style of winning. Is like well, that, yeah, because so. it's great. You drop the dragon lair spider. Yeah, it goes around the, the table. Lair. I have seven bugs, and like yeah, oh, I'm, yeah, I'm good. It's a good it. card. It's a good card, and I, no one else even dares play that card. I, I've only yeah. seen you do it. Same thing goes for like a dragon brood mother. Kind of same kind of card, but like same. It's oh, the, yeah, the same see? deck. That's oh. what I mean. And and they, I relate like that. That would be the other card I pair with this dragon lair spider. Is like dragon lair spider, and. And Dragon Broodmother. Same cards in my mind, both Pat cards. Like, those are cards you'll see from Pat. You'll see him play that. Yeah. Make a token. Screw the table. (laughs) That's what I like to do. Green and red shit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What's your number one, then? Okay. So this one is like... You already said your favorite number one, but like, this is... This is like, this one's very special to me. Because it's like, it's a big... Crazy, silly card. This is the first mythic I ever pulled. This is when mythic became a rarity. <laughs> Good. Yeah. So we all, so we all kind of had this on our list. Me and Eric mentioned our first yeah. rare. He opened Progenitus. I opened mm-hmm. um, oh, Rorik's Blade Wing on go. our lists as just like I'll never, I'll never get rid of the card. It's in my binder. It's immortalized yeah. forever. I might even play it a few times. Who knows? I yeah. still love the card. So I did. I did forget that Eric. Also pulled the progenitus because in my first draft in high school, oh, in you have a progenitus! My first pack in that club, I pulled the progenitus. So it's progenitus as well for you. Yep, and I was like, ah, both of you. I was like, this is so cool. <laughs> you had the same reaction as Eric then, because that was his first mythic yeah. pull as well. So, but I, like you mentioned, that that's when mythic was introduced. That was the first set. I was like, what is this? It's yeah. red? What does that mean? I'm taking right, it. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I did not play in Child of Lara Block. So my first mythic experience uh. wasn't until Innistrad. Oh, wow. And Yeah, yeah, because I, 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 yeah, I took a break from a while. And um, I don't think I even opened a mythic in Innistrad. Uh, not, what were the mythics in that set? I don't even remember. Maybe I like, did. Hmm. Oh, like no, I probably hunt- didn't because they were all Planeswalkers. Hunt, like Huntmaster of the Fells. That was like a big one. I didn't open that. Hmm. I, th- I thought, weren't I they know. all? Um, I thought Bailfire they were Dragon. All... Nope. Damn, man, you're missing it. Was Micaeus? Was he a mythic? Micaeus was. Oh, okay. I'm looking at the list. I opened Geist of St. Traft. Yeah, I did. Ooh, okay. Yo. There, was that the the foil Geist of St. Trap that you refused to sleeve? Yes. Oh. It got quite ruined. Pat knows of it. Yes, that infant. I no, not, this foil. isn't just a me problem. This is everyone you played Magic with in college together. We told you to sleeve it again and again. And you just yes. kept like, nope, so nope. I had a foil Geist of St. Draft. At one point, it was oh worth over $40. And I notably oh. did not have a sleeve. It was ruined. Hey. It's now down to $2, so it's not... No one gives a shit about the card anymore. <laughs> the card is forgotten. No one gives a shit, but at just, the time that I had this foil Geist of St. Traft, it was a $40 card. And I remember, specifically, uh, one of our members, Robbie, if you remember him, he yeah, offered yeah. me 
to trade me three normal Geist of Saint traps for my foil one. <laughs> yeah, because he knew how he knew how expensive it was. Yeah, was because like, I had the foil no. one, and he was like, "I'll give you three of that same card for your foil you, one." You looked upon like, him. Ah. No. <laughs> Whatever. The card's worthless now. Uh. <laughs> I also think I have an Angelic Overseer, which, I mean, that's a crap okay. mythic, but that's and, also... Oh, and I also have Army of the Damned. I have that okay, one. there you go. That's from the set as well as Mythic. So there you go. There were the, oh, I also own Mirror Mad Band. All right, so I opened a lot of Mythic. Makes okay, sense. I played a lot of Innistrad. I played a lot of Innistrad, so I should... Good, oh, good and, I in, and I have Passed in Flames. Passed okay, flames. so I have a whole okay. bunch. I have a whole bunch from that set. <laughs> yeah, well, there you there go. Were right. only, there, were only, there were only 16 Mythics? Yeah, there were only 16 yeah. Mythics. In the whole set, yeah. huh. that's it. Yeah, makes sense. I, I think that's all. Like there is. Yeah, makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Anyway, my number one card for you, and you. I, there's no way you could be surprised about this shit. I think I know what it is. Yeah, I bet you know what it is. Go ahead and say. It. I bet you know what it is. Is it? Uh, I mean, is it something with annihilator too? <laughs> You're damn right. It's something yes. with annihilator yes. too. <laughs> 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 yep. Okay. Fucking right, it is. Okay. I, I deserve it. <laughs> you fucking do deserve it. So Pat okay. is well known for his stupid Eldrazi shit. Okay. Well, I I chose it that oh. betrays because that's just classic. Like the, that is definitely the definitely the more annoying one, right? That one's so obnoxious because the Annihilator Two also means whatever you've sacrificed. The it that betrays player gets those gets two it. things. It's yep. so obnoxious. It's probably the most obnoxious thing you could do. Yep. Actually, not that's not that's not necessarily uh, true. Yeah. But not necessarily I, I, true. I let's, let's I, caveat your bread. I have okay. I, so I'll say I'll say what? this in in the fact that the last commander game I know, and this is a shout out to another one of our listeners who is another guest spotlight will do, which is Miles. F you, Miles, because here's something that he did to me. He oh, no. played the card Stop Time on me. Oh. It ends your turn. Yeah. Which means I'm oh. just not allowed to play magic. It, it not only countered my spell because it ends the things on the stack. Clears so it countered stack. my spell, and I wasn't allowed to play magic anymore. <laughs> That's in his the Obeka deck. deck. Uh, no, it's a, not an Obeka deck. It was oh. his... Um, Extra turns deck with the stupid Sphinx. Oh, no. Yeah, so not only did I not get a turn, then he proceeded to take three more turns. Oh, that is... So taking turns is definitely... Yeah, taking turns is probably the most obnoxious thing you could be doing. I'll take your permanence, but I'm not going to take your turn. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. I agree with you. But this is the second most annoying thing, is taking all my permanence and making me sacrifice them. Like, that's more of an F you. That's more I mean, of a nephew. That's why people hate that new. Uh, what's that mono black one that like when it was printed, all commander players was it, was it the god groaned. Yeah, Turgrid. Turgrid, god of fright. I, I refuse to. I'm a that, mono black yeah, no. player, and I no. refuse to play it no, because yeah. I'm like like everyone collectively groaned. Like that is so. I even yeah. opened a showcase version of it, and I'm like, just put in the box. I mean, I'm never playing it as a commander. I'll maybe play it in the 99 of a deck to be like, yeah, you know, I need a game enter. Like, here's here's one. <laughs> but, like, I'm never playing it as a commander because that's mm. a groan. Collective groan. It's, yeah. But I do, <laughs> like, I do want to do want a caveat here. I only play Eldrazi in just one deck I own. So it's only <laughs> when I play one specific deck. Er- I Eric don't care. Play- 
when make it seem you do like it, it's all the no time. No should ever play Eldrazi. It's so obnoxious. Okay. I'm over it. And all right, the most famous thing Pat is known for oh, in yeah. me and Eric's <laughs> minds is that he, this card came out and his excuse for me and Eric going like, that's scary, is it's only Annihilator 2. <laughs> And that, that's just stuck now. And then we're just like, fuck you, Pat. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, it's man. Only, oh, 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 God. God forbid I have to sacrifice more yeah. than that. Oh, shit. And I think, like, I think the following turn I played, like, an artisan of Kozilek, and it's like, guys. <laughs> and we're like, fuck you. It's only Annihilator 2. I still, I have, like, I think it was against the same deck, if it's not in that deck. Joda, is it in Joda? The, uh, the what? Are the Eldrazi. The... Is it in Joda no, or is it's it in Jalira? Okay, it's in Jalira. Okay. One deck. Good. Yeah, but still, I but you're One deck. you have a couple big mana decks because you have the Joda deck too. That's another yeah. deck that just plays big cards. Big I were playing against that. All right, well, and 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 that said, let's transition oh. into oh. your commander decks. Let's go over your commander collection. Let's let's go oh. over where it's at. Um, how many decks do you own, sir? Ooh, I own 19 Commander decks. Holy God! Yes. Do you really? Yeah, I... I, I Fully like formed and, like, ready to play right now, sleeved up? Yeah, so, I mean, I do... So, I do own proxies. However, I own at least... Yeah, I do, too. We all cards. do. We had yeah. a proxy episode, by the way. Ooh, Go yes. back oh, yeah, yeah. I remember listening to that, yeah. Yeah, I, honestly, you have to. You have, you have yeah. to. You have to. I'm sorry, yeah, I only have, yeah, like... Just do it. I only have one Elish Norn. I only have like one of the fetch lands. I'm right, sorry. Right, I'm not going to pay $40. Land. Oh, Elish yeah. Norn. There you go. There's another one. I had that as my honorable mention. Ooh, okay. Way. Yeah, Elish Norn. Because you are one that plays Elish Norn a lot. Love it. Yeah, you do. And I hate it. Every time Eric, yeah. uh, Every time Pat plays it, I'm uh, hating life. All oh, the prayers. God damn it. I hated I hated Vorin. Luckily no one plays Vorathex anymore. Is it but I remember point? back in college everyone did. And I hit every Here's, time I saw Vorinclex, I was like, God damn it. You're just not playing magic at that point. It's not fun. I freaking hated seeing Vorinclex. It was the worst. Shouldred is like Doable. Oh, yeah, shoulders doable. Like we can deal with it. Jindic attacks is also annoying. It's kind of annoying. Urbask is kind of, is fine. Urbask yeah, is fun to see fine. actually sometimes. Um, Elish Norn, okay. okay. Elish Norn, yeah, you could play her. I get it, but it's annoying. Yeah. Okay, uh, anyway, so, uh, yes. nineteen. Nineteen what fully sleeve. One ready to go. Oh, okay. I'm at eight plus the the black, black stack. stack, yeah, which is which is officially like one, two, three, four, five, five decks. So I have thirteen. Okay, so I'm close. There you go. Okay, not that there far. You go. Off. I'm only six decks out. I, I oh, thought okay. I was like, I thought I was like, I have only seven. I'm like, oh my god, you have, like you have nineteen. I have like seven. Holy oh, yeah. god! <laughs> I, I mean, I just I love brewing. And I'll just like, fun. I'll just think about it. And I'm just like obsessively. So I only like buy a deck if like I really want to build it. It's like, mm. I mean, I will admit some of these older decks so I don't really play too much. But I just love it. I love, I love Commander. So <laughs> let, let's go from the top here. <clears throat> so we have Doran, Lazav. Oh, I have not seen you play Doran though in literal yeah. forever. That was nice. I, 
I think the last time I saw that card might have been in college. No joke. Yeah, that was like that was my first one. Very basic, nothing crazy, just big, big beaters. Yeah, and I like I made some adjustments to it. It's kind of just Doran's like definitely big. hard to build any other way, right? I mean, it's yeah. you want big butts, and big you butts, cannot lie. You swing. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty simple. Yeah. And they've printed a lot of cards now that care about like, oh, I'll destroy all things with power less than this, and you include all yeah. those cards and like. Yeah. Uh, so there's a very fun. specific way to build the deck. Exactly. Okay, so Doran, Lazav Mastermind, Zedru, Alesha. I've seen him a bunch of times too. He it's was always one of your most powerful. Yeah, a lot of fun. He's so, very good. He has hexproof, which makes it really annoying. Oh, perfect. So <laughs> Lazav, Zedru, Alesha, Jalira, Nahiri. Oh, sorry, not Nahiri. I replaced her. Well, so not Nahiri. Sidisi. Uh, and Jalira. So we got to go over him a little bit just in case. Okay. The, and the name alone Let's might not just instantly spark like, oh, that's what that is. I'll give. So, so like, we'll give a Let's theme. go back. Let's go back a little theme. bit. Uh, Alesha. Okay. That's that's the low power reanimator. There we go. That's, yeah. Mardu uh, reanimator power two or less. You have to attack, pay yep. to white black, bring it into play, tap and attacking. So a lot of like. I don't honestly see your play her too much. I haven't seen her. I need, I need to tune her up a little bit. I do a bit. Yeah. Haven't seen she's her too much. Fun, yeah. yeah. So next is Jalira. Jalira. So That's she's mono, the mono blue polymorph girl. My mono blue polymorph, so I do a lot of cheating to play. I have seen Pat play a lot of Jalira. I cheat. Loves that I cheat Eldrazi to play. It's great. Yeah. He basically plays every Annihilator 2 card, and then you get mad at him. And it's fair go. to get mad at him. Yep. So next is... <laughs> Sidisi Brew Tyrant. So that's your soul tie. I don't see you play him much. I I am fine tuning her a little bit actually right now. Okay. So that's like, yeah, you mill yourself, you get zombie tokens, you could sack them to reanimate your stuff. So there's a lot of like flashback, a lot of creatures in graveyards matter. So kind of like, uh, it's like it could be a Muldrotha deck. I just like this little spin on it better. I hate Mildrotha yeah. too, so I agree with you. Because Mildrotha yeah. is super annoying. I played Mildrotha a lot of Mildrotha decks. Very expensive, seven. The thing about Mildrotha too is you would have to change the deck because Mildrotha always plays very specific cards that you'll exactly. see in every Mildrotha deck. And it gets super annoying. Yeah. Next is Brea. I bought so that that's just the, the pre-constructed deck. Yeah. And I need to And I haven't seen you play Brea. Eric plays the Brea deck, yeah. not you. I, I think seen Eric play plays her a lot too. But God, I hate Brea so much, man. Yeah. It's, I don't, she's so annoying. I don't to like play to play against. her combo, so I'm just fixing her to be more just like, oh, yeah. Okay, and cool. that's the whole problem with Brea. She's so good on her own. It's impossible yeah. as a Brea player to be like, there's not a combo. She's a combo. Yeah. Doesn't matter so, what you do. Yeah, and she's impossible to get rid of because if you have enough mana, it's just like, well, I'll just play Brea. Yeah, she's and so just good. Win. Yeah, <laughs> oh, of course she is. It's just annoying. Right. All right. Next is Rafik. So that, that's Bant Voltron, and that's just you play Rafik, you attack, and you just win on like turn four. Or five. Last time it's, I saw Rafik must have been college too. You haven't played that deck in a while, but you were yeah. very famous for it back then. Absolutely. Yeah. That also, also Rafik used to be way stronger back then. Yeah. People were definitely terrified of Rafik back then. I don't play it too much because it's like, I'm going to win turn five or six. Usually. If it's 1v1. <laughs> yeah, if it's 1v1. I think, someone... Hold on. Isn't Rafik banned 1v1? Is it? I got to look oh, that up. I, I hope not. Because I'm, I'm going to make a new 1v1 deck. 
Well, because I know, like, Eric's uh, Vo- uh, Vile Smasher is, you know? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, what's his name? Rafik of the Many. R-A-F-I-Q. He is not banned as Commander. Yeah, there you go. Wow. Because a, a bunch of, a bunch are. Even some, oh, yeah. even some you'd be surprised to hear, like a Kiri line slinger, uh, as, oh, as really? Mora, yeah, as Mora Marduka Dyson the Kuldakar, the new one, banned. I, wow. Like, okay. Oh, really? Like, I don't know. What, what's she do? It's so busted. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, a whole bunch are. Wow. Okay. Interesting. But not Rafik of the many. Not Rafik. Cool. I wouldn't right. have been surprised, but. Yeah. Next in the shoot. Toshiro Umazawa, so that's mono black. He kind of so, and that's whenever an opponent opponent's cr- cr- creature control dies, an instant in your graveyard gains flashback, pretty much. So it's no, a I, I borrowed that deck from you. I love it. I'm obsessed. It's I mean, it's mono black, so like, what am I really going to complain? You're no, just I'm destroying gonna be, stuff, casting. You're gonna just gonna like flashing back that. instants from the graveyard. It's fun. You destroy a lot of things. Great. Love it. All right, Locust God. That's that's is it. Just wheel. Oh, I hate that deck. <laughs> oh, love it. I hate that deck. Because that's a wheel yeah. deck, and I hate wheel decks. They're annoying. You're wheeling, you're making bugs, you're pinging people, you're swinging. It's so much fun. Uh, Ulash, Ulash the Hate Seed, that's your gruel. Oh, Go I hate wi- that deck. <laughs> Go wide with tokens. Ulash, make Ulash really big. You make your tokens really big. It's your classic gruel tokens deck. I mean, you can't Yeah, beat classic gruel tokens love for it. sure. And they, and they are surprisingly big. Mm-hmm. Ulash is surprisingly huge. Like, there's a weird dichotomy with that deck with, like, yeah, you wipe it and he's doing literal nothing. But yeah, it's pretty easy to build up a board again. So, But if you hit him when he's down, he's out. <laughs> it can be, that's what I kind of like about it, too, because there's an inherent risk to it. So it's not yeah. like, yeah. All right, next is Joda. So that's your, that's your five-color. Yeah, five-color big stuff. Big stuff. I, I've centered it around, a lot around the Mewsians. And there's like yes. a lot of fun stuff with the Miosians. Those are with your divinity counters. You're, you remove the divinity yep. counter from it, and you do something insane. Does actually extra crappy like, stuff. <laughs> draw a bunch of cards, put all creatures from hands into play. I just love those because I started in Kamigawa. So, oh, that's a lot of fun. <laughs> Depala, that's your Boros Vehicles deck. Yes. That Brett mentioned. So, it's pretty much like a Boros aggro deck, just like with yes. some like tapping synergy in there, which I think is interesting. There's a lot of board the, wipes. The fascinating thing about that is because it's vehicles, board wiping, it's an aggro yeah. deck, but board wiping doesn't help you against this deck, which is fascinating because yeah, really almost like all board wipes are sorcery speed and all his vehicles are not creatures on your turn. Yep. So he's open to attack. No, Go in and swing at him, but he's usually swinging for way more damage than you are. Yeah. With his vehicles. It's like it's a lot of what's fun. happening. Yep. Yeah, it's an interesting deck to play against. Mm-hmm. So next one, that this one is my Mathis Fiend Seeker. This is my Mardu. This is like my yeah, life that's drain the, life game. That's the life, yeah, that's the life one. Which which it's, is funny because oh, Mathis is the least important part of the deck by an yep. enormous margin. Yep. I'm surprised you changed to Mathis. I thought it was always way better as the Lydia deck. Yeah, it was Lycia. The... Lycia. They want the five Mardu, yeah. So it's like she because she's like a five-five life linker, right? Yeah. Who gets who? You can drain life and get big and make her huge. Yeah, you can put. Three I always thought she was stronger as that because she was terrifying when she was there. 
Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be flopping to, between them. Ultimately, I just need a Mardu vampire because there's some vampire synergies in the deck. Right. Like yeah. Blood Tribute is in there. So I just really like that to deck. Use Edgar Markov. Yeah, right. Pay $120. $100, yeah. I don't know yeah, how. No. He was a pre-con commander. That's like the only pre-con commander ever to be worth more than his entire deck. So much. It's insane. I don't get yep. it. All right, next one is Nylia Kenide. So that's one of the newer Nylias. That makes all your creatures cost one less to cast. She's another go-wide strategy, right? Yeah. So this you play a lot of very low-cost creatures. And then like like you play like a Beast Whisperer. So whenever you play a creature, you draw a card. So you just like go, creature, 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 And you're creature, playing creature, a lot creature. of artifact, one-mana artifacts in that deck. Yep. Artifact creatures in that deck. Yep. So that like, they're like, free. Yeah, like a Hope, a Gear, Purr, like a Mirror right. Moon Vessel. Yeah, so it's like play creature draw card, play creature draw card, play creature draw card, boom, 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 yep, and you play like yep, a yep. overrun, boom. Right. right so it's right. it's like a little weird. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. I just think it's kind of <laughs> neat. Right. And it's terrifying when it works because yeah, he just yeah. runs over you. He's just like I have thirty things on board. <laughs> You're yeah. like, uh, uh, I'm dead. <laughs> yep. uh, I'm super dead. All right. Then we have Akiri, Fearless Voyager. So this was my Nahiri deck. I used to have a mono-white okay. Nahiri equipment deck. Akiri yes. came out. Did you, did you win that? Because we had... Yeah. That was, yeah, that was during the era where we actually raffled off... Not raffle. Well, yeah, we had a little tournament in our playgroup to win the mono-colored commander decks. Yep, back when in college. When that was first printed, yes. And so you won the Nahiri deck. Yep. And go. it just wasn't that great. I mean, you're playing mono white. It's not going to be good. Yeah. And I was hanging to like tune her up. And then Akiri came out, and I was like, card draw on Boros, sign me up, and it is so much better. Okay. Throw, throw I haven't seen you play there. it much. I haven't seen you play it much. But yeah, Nahiri's oh. an equipment, equipment commander. Hell yeah. All right. And then we have Orvar. So that's mono blue, making copies yes. of your permanents. That, this that is where deck I play. is scary. It's fun. You, yeah, I have a lot of... You can make copies of pretty much any permanent you have. So I could like, copy like the sagas, like Cure Best of the Sea God. Yeah. And then it's just fun. It's just Value Town. It's it is Value weird. Town. Uh, the, yeah. the scariest card I remember him playing in that deck, <clears throat> which I want myself for a deck, is the Fairy Artisans. Ooh. Yeah, a card is disgusting. If you don't take care of it, the card's going <clears> to <throat> take over a game, and you won't even recognize that it's taking over a game. Beautiful. It's like whenever yeah. anyone casts this creature, you get rid of your token and make a token copy of whatever that creature was with that yep. card, which it's just disgusting. Like you cast eight mana creatures for zero mana because of this thing. Yep. It's gross. Great. And then I Torolf. So mono red. Fuck that like... deck. <laughs> yep. So I used to have that a... deck single handedly deleted one oh. of my decks. Oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> I used to I used to have a, another mono red deck that was that was like the second deck I made that was like try it pretty much like blew up the board and tried to win by mass by doing lots of double damage effects. Then Torolf came out and Torolf just does that but so much better. So I just took Torolf and replaced so it. So much damage and it's so much better. Yeah, yeah. Single handedly made me get rid of my Agar the Freezing Flame deck. <laughs> it, it is no longer a deck because oh no, against no. that deck. And I literally couldn't win. And if you think I'm joking, I'm not. If Pat played that deck, I could not win. Everything I did made him win more. It was so great. I could not win. <laughs> and it was very sad. So I got rid of the deck. 
I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's fine. It wasn't that fun. I remember I, I mentioned this when I first made the deck, too. I read the card wrong when I first built the deck, and it kind of haunted oh, me Oh, you're since. mentioning that, yeah. Yeah, and it, it, like, remember to read the commanders and make sure it actually does what you think it does yeah. and uh, play test correctly, because how I play tested the first time wasn't how the deck actually worked. And the deck still worked, but not as well as when I was play testing it and going, this is a lot of fun. Didn't work that way. So, it happens. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why I'm not upset that it's gone now. It's gone. Whatever. I owned a lot of those cards. Are still good cards, so they're gonna. Yeah, you're, you're gonna use them. Yep. All right, and finally, this is the one that I just brewed. I'm still waiting on two cards to come in, but it's Woo! pretty much complete. This Omnath Locus of Creation. Ah, yeah, he's yeah. OP as hell. Super cool. Yeah, he's taken over modern now. He's taken over every format he's ever in. Yep. He's they they printed him and I think immediately realized they made a mistake. <laughs> it's he's cool. So it's not it's obviously got lots of landfall triggers, but I like to do I was I was wanting to do something with like land and lands and graveyards mattering. Mm-hmm. So he's got a lot of land and lands and graveyard synergies. Okay. It's like it literally with a card like that. It's like Brad. Like it doesn't matter what you do. He's so good. Play him. He'll do well. You'll you'll profit. Yeah. Right. Yep. You play him. You already drew a card. <laughs> it's like yeah. already helped you. Kind of insane. All right. Yep. I like it. Um, I'll save go. mine for another episode where maybe me and Eric will do an episode about our decks. Cool. Uh, yeah. But there's Pat's. We'll go over that. You heard Pat's first. There's all his decks. There Maybe we some go. Inspiration from Thanks for decks. sticking with me. <laughs> Let's dive into uh, the D and D side of things. Okay. Talk some D and D because this is also a D and D podcast. We got to uh, shed some love to D and D. All right. Uh, do you have a favorite class in D and D? Ooh. So for the ones I played, I was trying to think. How many have you played? played? Let's see. So <clears throat> I played fighter, warlock. Paladin, Sorcerer, and Rogue. And Barbarian. Oh, oh and Barbarian, of course. When we're playing that. <laughs> I was like, how, how did you not include Barbarian? One, no. You played Barbarian for a whole year. <laughs> yeah. I think I probably have to go with Paladin. At least Paladin? just off the top of my head. It's so much fun. Sure. It's so versatile. You deal so much damage. You, do. you could RP really well in the group, especially because... Yeah. A group tends to be... A little more chaotic, and it's a lot of fun to like be the the righteous one. <laughs> That's fair. It gives you a clear line. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I mean, I, I would assume rarely are paladins ever chaotic, and like maybe for like a, I think there's like a path of vengeance paladin. You can you can. Oh know. sure, if you're trying to like yeah, but, but like that's still lawful. They're like still they're trying like, to act in like vengeance. You know exactly. That's still lawful, uh, yeah. And and mm-hmm. evil's probably not in the paladin. Yeah. Genre. Oh, there there are some like I think unearthed arcana where you could be like a fallen paladin, but that's yeah, a little, sure, that's a little off sure. the rails. Yeah. I like all right. It's a it's, paladin. That's a good class. Yeah. It's a lot I don't of fun. even know if myself. I haven't played enough. I love theory crafting, so I love just looking at all yeah. of them for now. I think mine probably would be druid. And that's overall yeah. druid's pretty solid. Yeah, I probably Very would flexible. go druid. Yeah, but I don't know. I honestly don't know because I I, pff, I haven't played. I don't I haven't even played half the classes. <laughs> and even every time I, we do one of our character creations here, so I'm like, oh, 
this is what you could do with this one. <laughs> yeah, like now, like yeah, like Tasha's Tasha's is out. That's got so many cool it's different so subclasses. Much so yeah, in the player handbook alone, ah uh, man, I, if we had to go with just the player handbook, God, you know, what would I choose? Probably, probably, I'd go Druid. Yeah, Druid of the Moon. Druid's got some cool ones. Like, yeah, Druid yeah, of the Druid of the Moon would be just like if I had to choose just one in the just a player's handbook. That would be what I have to choose. But when you include everything else, I'm like, oh, this stuff's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> There's so much more cool stuff. <laughs> I'll do all this stuff now. <laughs> uh, what about race? Do you have a preferred race that you tend Ooh. towards? Let's see. So, because huh. Eric has mentioned he tends towards the variant human just because he loves to play around with the feats. Okay. Which I could see. I think I always take a look at. Some of the feats, if I if I have a specific playset in mind, to be like, yep, yeah, this feat, I like, I need. This. There's some times where I'm like, I need this feat to do what I need to do. Okay, you know what? What I'm say is, so I played a Tabaxi Rogue, uh, a Rogue Inquisitive, in one of our other campaigns. We played a Water Deep campaign with my other group, yeah. and I love the Tabaxi because one of its one of its uh, That's racial the fox people, correct? Uh, the cat people. They're cat people. Okay. Yeah. You could like don't you can use one of its abilities and after you use it you have to take a long rest. So once a day you could like double your movement on a turn. Oh. And so as a as a rogue, what oh I Oh my do, god, you got to dash and do that in a turn. So yeah, we were <laughs> I doing could a be I could be I could teleport. I could be anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like we're on a, a rooftop chase scene. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna do that. I'm going to dash as a bonus action, then dash as an action. And so just like, I immediately caught up with the perpetrator we were chasing. I was like, guys, I got him. No worry about it. It's like you, so you literally have haste for a turn. It was, yeah, it's, I thought it was so cool too. And you have climbing speed, you have claws. I think it's just kind of cool. Okay, cool. So a tabaxi. Yeah, that's a rare one. I like that. I like that. I swear I'm not a furry. (laughs) I don't think anyone was uh, accusing you. I think it's just neat. I think they're cool. (laughs) <laughs> I remember early on in my um, career, uh, uh, you know, of just D and D characters, I always went halfling because I, Ooh. I like, I, I needed lucky. Ooh, yeah, lucky is so good. I, I literally couldn't be without it. I was like, if I'm building any like character that relies on like any attack at all, I'm not rolling a one. F you, I'm not rolling yeah. a one. I just, I no, I don't accept. Story. I don't accept that I roll the one. <laughs> So I like literally had to be a halfling. I was like, I don't care what I am, a halfling, because <laughs> I I, that, I needed lucky. Oh, that's that's a good choice. But yeah, but now now I'm I'm seeing the I'm seeing the very human because I like and that and then I just fell in love with the furbolg, just because they I mean, are giving so much so random OP. crap, dude. <laughs> They're just giving so much random crap in their kit. They have yeah. detect magic for free. They have hidden step, which makes you invisible for yeah. a turn for free. You can just go like, wait a second, hold on. <laughs> Actually, I'm just gonna turn invisible right now. Yeah, I just gotta turn it. I'm like, what? Innate yeah, racial I ability. Love furbolgs. So yeah. kind of fall in love with amazing. furbolgs. Yep. So yeah, totally. th- th- those would be my three to cause: halfling, furbolg, merit human. Nice. Um. All right, what about favorite campaign setting? Have you had a favorite? Ooh. So you've been a part of a lot of campaigns, it sounds like. Been part of a few, yeah. Do you have a favorite? So, hmm, I mean, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to toot my own horn a little bit here. I'm going to say, I, I mean, I really like Innistrad. I, yeah, Innistrad. I, I think, Is there a pre-made for Innistrad or no? 
There, so Wizards has released one. Really? Which is it's Actually, post. I shouldn't be surprised. Yeah, it's it's post madness in Estrad. Okay. And it's like a it's like it's like a seventy five page doc like document. It's not really like a it's not really like a module book. It's got some like a lot of good guidelines, establishes the world, maybe a few interactions. I've kind of just briefed over like glanced over it. Uh there's another one that someone made themselves that one does like pre Madness Avison that had like is an actual module book that takes players like players like uh, levels one through five. Now this is like a homebrew based in the world. Mm. I just I really love the like the lore and the world of Innistrad. I think that's just so cool. And what if I said you had to choose a mainstream book? Have you played a bunch okay. of like off the shelf campaigns? Ooh, let's see. So I've played. I'm doing an Eberron one right now. Okay, that's off a, the shelves. Yep. Did a water deep one. Right, we, as you mentioned, we, we did, did the Curse of Curse of, we did the Curse of Strahd, and I did the last one. I did with friends was a homebrew. So I'll say of like off the off, off the shelf. shelf one. I really like Eberron. Eberron is a lot of fun. Ooh, okay. Yeah. And the Eberron, um, they, they had some extra classes, didn't they? Like, that's when they introduced yeah. all, like, they Echo Knight stuff and, like... Yeah, I think they had Echo Knight. They have the Warforged. They had the, really the gra- Gravitergy Wizard, right? I think so. We have and, okay, so they party, introduced yeah. some new races as well. Yeah, don't they yeah. Have, Do they have Asimar, too, there? I feel like they Ooh, have Ooh, I don't think so. No, okay. we we haven't seen one of the campaigns. So I don't think so. They have oh, they have uh, changelings and shifters. Those are the oh, two. they've changed. Like, I play I play yeah, changeling yeah. sorcerer. And I think Warforged is what I'm thinking of with that because there you go. Kind of weird, yeah. They're like yeah. these godlike things. They're like <laughs> robot robot people, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Eberron, yeah, that's that's uh, that's a cool it's a lot one. of fun. The, the world's very cool. Yeah, that's a bigger very campaign too. Yeah. Right? That's bigger than Curse of Strahd, I think for sure. Yeah, we've been, we've been playing a while now. Ebron's big, yeah. Yeah, it it's really interesting. I like that a lot. Awesome. All right, well, check those out. You got the, uh, uh, you know, promotion from Pat there to, to check those campaigns out. Those were his favorite. Um, let us know what your favorites were. What should we check out? Because if you heard those three from Pat, those are probably the only three I've ever heard of and played. Like, I, what should... Is there like one that we're like just missing? Like, is there like yeah. the most amazing one that we've never heard of? Probably. And you should tell us those. Uh, you should reach out to us on Gmail. Uh, you can also tweet at us. I think it's uh, drag- at Dragon Party Pod. And Gmail, we're at Dragon Party Podcast uh, at gmail.com. So email us. Let us know. Uh, reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. If, if you get involved with us, maybe we'll have you on like we had Pat on here. As a guest spotlight, I'll interview you. We'll go over the same things. Your five favorite magic, your uh, favorite D&D stuff, anything you want. Uh, You know, because we're going to love our listeners, and you're invited to the party always. What else? That's it from you? I think you hit it, yeah. Thanks for for bringing me back on. I appreciate it. Thanks for partying with us here at the Dragon Party Pod. Thanks for inviting me. (laughs) uh you'll hear from pat again we again we had it planned that we were going to do one shot this week uh we missed our one shot week this week so that's going to get rescheduled we're going to end up doing that and because our plan was to host this podcast about one shots after we've done ours and have pat on and 
you know, just so we could recap our one shot, how it went. And, you know, we thought it would be a little more fun to have, like, not only an episode about one shots, but from personal experience, what we just did. Like, let's go over that one. What happened? You know, it just makes for a more interesting, uh, I think, conversation around uh, one shots. So we'll have Pat back on then. uh, And for now, uh, we'll expect us to come back to you guys with another episode with hopefully uh, Eric coming back. Uh, and we might do a D and D episode because this was, this was kind of supposed to be it, but we, again, again, we had a interruption here. Um, there's no new set coming out. Thank God in magic. So we're not behind in magic yet. Take a breather. (laughs) Take a breather. And yet we'd still like to probably talk about magic again, but like have an actual different conversation than just (laughs) new cards. It's like every time we talked about magic, we're like, (sighs) so there's new cards. (laughs) We have to talk about um, but yeah, we'll probably end up be doing another D and D. Yeah, D and D episode. Uh, depends on maybe we'll do a one shot and then yeah, go into that. Maybe you'll be on next episode. We'll Ooh. see how it all shakes out, everyone. We'll see what happens. Either way, with that, to all you listeners out there, party on! Party on!